Hello, and welcome to Underneath the Hats podcast. I'm your host, Cherie Simmons, and this is Hysterectomy Recovery Week 4. So I have been coming to you since my surgery on April 7th, sharing with you about my recovery with my hysterectomy. Um, I've been sharing with you the good, the bad, and the ugly of having the hysterectomy at the ripe age of 38 years old. Um, I know you, some of you may be asking yourself, especially if you just tuned in, 38, hysterectomy, why? Well, if you read my book, it's that size for a reason. My journey through infertility available on Amazon and wherever books are sold, along with my other book, Underneath the Hat. They both, this this book, that book, gives you insight on how I even came to have the hysterectomy just a month ago. So go ahead and check that out, but it really gives in detail. And also, if you check out my Underneath the Hat YouTube page, you'll be able to see past videos of me going through the IVF cycles and all of the different things I had to do to go through that. And then finally, it ending in the hysterectomy. So this fourth week has been a little easier. Um, I'm getting better the more and more I go. And sometimes I have to tell myself to sit down because I end up doing a little bit too much and um, stuff starts to hurt. So I did have that happened to me this week where I was moving stuff and trying to clean up stuff, spill some stuff up. And, and I started to get pains in my abdomen area, but I really think it had to do with my diet. I want to thank all of you that have <laughs> sent me Uber Eats coupons and codes and gift cards. I truly appreciate it. Uh, and I, as my friend told me today, you need to choose more healthier options on Uber Eats. And I mean, I choose to go past them on my list, um, but I definitely need to change my diet because I think that's part of the reason why I was feeling the way that I was this week uh, based on the things that I was eating that I shouldn't have. And um, it was also affecting my digestive system because part of my surgery, they had to um, remove, they couldn't remove the entire cervix during the hysterectomy because part of it was attached to my rectum. <coughs> Excuse me. So it was major that before I left the hospital after four days of being there, that I had to make a bowel movement. And so I have not been as regular as I normally am prior to the surgery. Um, it's starting to pick up now. But I do know it's because of some of the things that I've been eating. So I'm definitely going to watch my diet. I've actually decided to go back and do the 40-day fast that I did at the beginning of the year with my, my church fellowship, Missionary Baptist Church. We did a 40-day fast. So um, I won't actually do the fast, but the food intake that was required of us um, no breads, no fried foods, no sugars, um, 
yeah, those are the three major things. So I'm going to do that as soon as I come back from this trip that I'm taking tomorrow. I'm going to take a break and go see my godfather in Miami, uh, celebrate his retirement from 31 years, and to just get away for a little bit. Um, this is actually going to be the first trip that I take my laptop. I've never taken my laptop on a trip. Um, but God has told me today, take your laptop. It's some work I need you to do. So this isn't really one of my normal trips where I'm going on excursions and making memories and doing something crazy, like jumping out of planes or swimming with dolphins, even though I'll be in Miami. I might not even ever see a beach, but um, I think I just need a change of scenery so that God can tell me what it is that he needs to tell me and show me what it is he wants me to do. And that's going to start by me taking my laptop and doing some work. So this isn't, uh, it is a pleasure trip, but I think it's more so business for God to tell me what it is he wants me, continue to tell me what he wants me to do. Um, besides my diets and the pain little cramping I was feeling. Um, I was scheduled to come on my period a couple of days ago. That hasn't happened. So um, that's one of the, the upsides to me of having a hysterectomy is no more periods. So that is a plus. Uh, I was told by my doctor if I did notice any spotting or anything to let her know. So I haven't, I haven't noticed anything. So um, that's good. But uh, I did have a an emotional breakdown just last night. I was going upstairs to go to bed and I was going into one of my drawers to get my pajamas. And inside of my drawers, I saw these. I had actually purchased these at the beginning of um, the IVF cycle three to four years ago. And so um, these were folded and tucked away inside one of the drawers. And when I saw it, I just broke down and started crying because it was just a reminder of what won't happen. So that is the first time I broke it down, I think since the first or second week. Um, I was able to pull myself through and even in the midst of me crying and seeing these onesies, all I heard God say as I was looking at them is it's something bigger. It's something bigger. It's something bigger. That's all he kept saying to me and the tears stopped flowing eventually, but he kept saying it's something bigger. It's something bigger. It's something bigger. I don't know what it is. I can see him opening doors for me. Like this week, I got news that I moved on to phase two of the residency principal program that I applied for. So the next step at the end of this month will be the interview process. So I got through the first phase and now I'm moving on to the second. So in August, if the law stays the same, I will be moving out of the classroom 
and going back into administration, but this time being trained as a principal. And I know that that is a bigger, one of the bigger things that God is talking about because I'll be able to touch more children than the children I could have had biologically. And so I'm just excited for what's about to come. I never wanted to be a principal. And honestly, because I didn't like the whole politics of it. And I mentally and emotionally wasn't ready for it. But um, after seven years of being back in the classroom, after being an assistant principal for two, God has built me up to be ready for this. And when he told me the day I decided to apply for the program, it's time. You're ready for this. It's time. So I'm going to move when he tells me to move and be ready for whatever opportunities he opens. Also, the school that I've been working for, um, working with for the past year and a half, Catherine G. Johnson's theme school for girls, where they've been preparing me to be the assistant education officer, which is the assistant principal, and ultimately the principal of the school. We're preparing to do a STEAM summer camp for girls in July. And I was just informed this week after going back to attending meetings that I'm the camp director. So I've been helping to plan this camp, thinking I was planning it for somebody else. And lo and behold, they want me to be the camp director. So this week, Things have just been happening. Things have been moving bigger. It's showing up and it's coming. And I'm just going to continue to listen to what God wants me to do. Um, yes, these onesies represent what, and notice there's two of them because I wanted two babies. and But I, I know that he's going to bless me abundantly. And I'll be able to touch the lives of more kids than the ones I could have biologically birthed. Just the things that he's birthed in me spiritually. The person I am spiritually now, oh my God. <laughs> Just last year, I am totally different. I listen to him more now. I hear him better now. So even though this hysterectomy was... What I first thought was a, a stumbling block, a roadblock, not even a hurdle, something that I could jump over. I'm now realizing that it was just a speed bump. Really, it was a red light. This hysterectomy was a red light. One of those long ones where you got traffic coming from 59 different directions and you wonder when is it going to be my time to go? Like that red light on 87th and Pulaski <laughs> in Chicago. That was right before you get to Southwest Highway. There's a lot of lanes and stuff going on. And it seems like it's never going to end. But eventually it turns green. When is my turn? And I think this... Hysterectomy has been my time to stop, get myself together, heal myself, prepare myself emotionally, mentally, and spiritually so I can do his work. 
and his work may not be inside of a church. It could be inside of the school that I'm placed at as the resident principal. It's going to be inside the school that I'm allowed to be principal of the following school year and for years to come after that. It's going to be at this summer camp. It's going to be with my mentoring program, Young Ladies at All Times. It's going to be um, through the readers of this book and underneath the hat and other books that are being birthed. So I'm just excited for what's to come. Even though biologically I can't have children, the opportunities that he's allowing me to birth, the books, the programs, the schools, the ideas, the the mentoring of other people is 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 just it's more than I thought that I was capable of doing. And so I want to encourage someone out there today who may have endured or gone through an event in your life and you feel like you're at a red light or you felt like he put a whole boulder in your way. Trust me, if he brought you to that boulder, he's going to help you get around it. I just need for you to be patient. And my word for this year has been pivot. P-I-V-O-T. Pivot. I have learned how to pivot this year. What I was expecting, um, the way I was expecting to go, the direction I was expecting to go, God has something else in mind. My goal has always stayed the same, but I just had to go in a different direction. The direction in which I was going was not the way he wanted me to go. And so I had to pivot. And so we all have been in a place in our lives where we've had to pivot. But you have to trust that he's going to lead you in the direction he wants you to go and just follow him. That's all I can say. Today, these last few hours, Lord, have mercy, Jesus, on high, has been a pivot situation for me and, and, and has proven to me, just trust him. Tell him what you want and watch him work. This morning, I got a phone call, and I'm not going to say what it was about yet, but it'll happen in a couple of weeks. But this phone call, because you know I believe in being transparent, and I'm going to tell you when it's time. But this phone call came this morning to confirm some stuff for me and stuff that I thought was going to pivot me in another direction from that confirmation phone call. All I could say to, to the Lord this morning in the shower was that will be done. I'm confused. I don't know. Should I go this way? Should I do that? Should I work on it? Should I not? I said that will be done. And literally. Three, four hours later, God was showing me, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And sometimes he will bring back things that you have gone through before. It'll be like deja vu. Stuff that you've already experienced with other people. He will bring that same scenario back to you just with a different cast of characters. And that's just to let you know you've been through this before. You'll be okay. I need you to trust me. And so that's what I had to do. I had to accept what he was showing me and not try to read into it what I wanted to read into it and just accept that this is the direction that he wants me to go. I had to pivot. I had to pivot. Just a few hours before I got on there, I had to pivot. 
So just trust him. Just trust him. He won't steal you wrong. You may not understand it when it's happening, but he won't steal you wrong. So this fourth week um, has been eye-opening. And I know that if I were not still and my mind wasn't clear from work, that I wouldn't have been able to deal with these things the way that I'm dealing with them now. So this hysterectomy also was a way for me to sit back and relax and focus on what needed to be focused on. Sometimes God sits you down so you can deal with stuff. Because a lot of times we have so many distractions around us and we can't hear him. And sometimes he has to sit us down in order for us to hear what he is saying. And I'm listening. I am listening. And realizing that life is short, I don't have time to play around with people. And like I heard T.D. Jake say today, and I shared it on my Facebook page, you just got to let, when people walk out your life, like, let them walk, please. So they can make room for something and somebody else. So, and, and I heard from Dr. Mimi Brown just a few minutes ago that if me saying yes to you is 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 a no for me, then you a liability. Like I can't have people around me who wouldn't do for me what I would do for them. No, I'm done with that. That includes family too. So if what I would do for you, you wouldn't do for me, I can't have you around me. I told my therapist yesterday. Yesterday? What's today? Today. I told my therapist. A lot has happened. Okay. I told my therapist today. I said, I am no longer looking at what people say and do. God has given me the gift to be able to read people's hearts. It's different. It's different. And I've had to remove family members because their hearts weren't right. Their hearts weren't even aligned with mine. I can't have people around me who don't have the same mindset and the same heart as I do. I can't. I can't. I can't. And I won't. And I know that all I need is him and I'll be okay. So if you don't have the, same, the, the right heart around me in this season of my life, I can't be around you. And trust me, I, I sleep well. Because I know that the only person that I need is him. And he provides all the people and the resources that I need to be able to do his word and his will for my life. So the same goes for you. Stop having people be around you that aren't good for you. Life is too short to be sitting here dragging people along who are only there to use you. Do what you need to do for you. It's okay to be selfish. It's okay to be selfish. And no is a complete sentence. Say no. Say no. And if they can't accept that, then they don't need, they're not the people that should be around you. I don't care if it's blood related or as we say, blood is thicker than water. Whether it's blood or water, friend or foe, family or friend, no is a full, complete sentence. And if they can't accept that, then you don't need to be around them. Take care of you first. Like I said at the end of every episode, remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat. We all wear different hats. And you have to make sure that you are taken care of first. For you can take care of anybody else. So week four has been eye-opening. 
<laughs> I open it as far as my diet. I open it as far as the people that need to be around me. Just an eye-opening experience. And God had to use a hysterectomy in order for some eyes to be opened and some hearts to be revealed. He may have removed my body parts, but he is definitely allowing me to see the heart organ of some people. And I appreciate him for it. I appreciate him for it. So again, I want to thank all of you for supporting me during this recovery. I have four weeks left before I go back to work. Um, so I'm just excited for what's next. So I will come back to you next week to share how I've been healing thus far, um, how my trip was to Miami. And if God says so, revealing some things that I've been working on and will continue to work on. So remember, you can go and grab uh, my books. It's that size for a reason. Or underneath the hat, wherever books are sold. Amazon, if you type in my name, Cherie Simmons, both books will show up. So go ahead and grab those. They're easy reads. Very entertaining, this one right here. Um, and this one explains why the hysterectomy was needed in the first place. So don't forget to um, like and subscribe on YouTube underneath the head podcast. And if you don't have time to sit and watch the video, I'm on podcast as well. Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. So check out those podcast platforms and you can hear this same episode as you're driving in your car or walking around the track, which I need to get back to doing. So again, thank you so much for supporting me and loving on me and praying with me and sending me Uber Eats. I'll make sure that I pick from the right menus this time. Uh, but again, like I always say, remember, take care of you. You are important. When you get on the plane like I'm about to tomorrow, when they give you that safety procedure, they say in the event of any problems when the mask falls from the ceiling put yours on first because you cannot help somebody else put their mask on if you passed out in your seat it's okay to be selfish to take care of yourself underneath the hat again thank you so much and i will see you next week happy mother's day to all the moms out there <laughs>